you prayed as much as you worried, how do you think your life would change? God says he has your best interest at heart. Thank him in all things, even if you cannot understand what God is up to in your life. Today, Dr. Dixon shares about four ways to develop joy through gratitude. Let's listen now. Well, bless the Lord. It is so good to be with you. And I'm so happy for what is happening in this hour. But this is a time of reform. When I say reform, that means that it's time for things to change and change for the better. Wherever there's a reform, it's always for something better, something greater. So I want to talk about four ways to develop your joy, that you can go into a greater place of being thankful, of having gratitude. And let me tell you, oh, it will begin to expand everything around you in every area of your life. Oh, yes, this is a worthy topic. Let's talk about it. You know, there are four ways that you can develop joy and move into a place of having gratitude. First of all, you know I'm going to go to the Word. I'm going to stand on the Word, Philippians 4 and 4. In the New Living Translation, it says, The Apostle Paul, Always be joyful. Be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. You know, he doesn't say you should be joyful only in good times. He says you should be full of joy always. Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you. But how can I do that? <laughs> oh, we can do it. It can be done. The Bible teaches that even when times are tough, you can be joyful. You can have an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> you can be joyful if you follow these four simple strategies. Number one, thank God in all things. Do you know when you pray, do it with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Don't do it with a grocery list. Give me this, give me that, do this, do that. Oh, the healthiest human emotion is when you begin to be grateful. Joy will exude from it. Happiness is from the outside. Things pleasing, everything looks great, everything's wonderful from the outside. But joy is when God does something on the inside of you that changes. That's that reform that changes you from what you used to be and who you used to be. Oh, yeah. It actually, let me tell you something else it would do. It will increase your immunities. Yes. Yes. It makes you more resistant to stress and less susceptible to illness. Oh, that's an added bonus right there. People who are grateful, people who have joy, there's a happiness that will come. Why? Because you don't, your perspective changes. You look through the lens of joy <laughs> and gratitude. Truly, truly. But people who are ungrateful, people who they can never be joyful about anything, nothing at all. They're always looking through the dark lenses of everything. They're miserable. Because nothing makes them happy. Nothing. Nothing makes them happy. Nothing will give them joy. They're never satisfied. It's never good enough. But if you cultivate an attitude of gratitude, of being thankful in every circumstance, your stress will lessen. And you will do as Paul said, again and again and again and again. Rejoice. <laughs> Let's move on. Don't worry about anything. Just be joyful. Thank God in all things. You know, worry doesn't change anything. It's doing without doing. No one is born a worrier. 
Worry is a learned response. Worry is something that you have learned from your parents, from your circumstances, from your surroundings, and your brain has been educated to receive that. Yeah. And it's worry. You learned it from your peers. You learned it from experience. That's good news. You said, what are you saying? Let me tell you why I said that. The fact that worry is learned means it can also be unlearned. Ooh, wonderful. So how do you unlearn it? Jesus says in Matthew 6 and 34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Uh, you know, in my culture that I'm in, we might say it like this. Don't open your umbrella until it starts raining. You know, we got little sayings we say. Or in other words, live one day at a time. Pray about everything. Instead of worrying, use your time to pray. Oh, mm, I just slipped you right into the third thing. See, thank God in all things. Don't worry about anything. Use that time to pray. Pray about everything. Now, I'm not saying that you would be no earthly good because you're always on your knees. No, you have totally misinterpreted what I am saying. Whenever you have a relationship with God, you have a relationship. You know what? That means that you have shared experiences and common interests. And thereby, you're going to relate to him in all that you do. Yeah, yeah. See what he has to say about it. So, hey, if you prayed as much as you worried, you'd have a lot less to worry about. Trust me, it is so. You know, God is so interested in everything about us. Oh, he's interested in every detail of your life. Everything that you think you worry about. Car payments, house notes, um, rent, children, your job, everything. God is interested in every detail of your life. And because what you're going to eat today? <laughs> what are you going to have for lunch? <laughs> so because of that, you can take any problem to God that you face. Any situation that you're going on. Let me tell you, I pulled into a parking lot at the grocery store. I said, oh God, let me find a good park. <laughs> I do. I do. Lord, let me find a good park. And he does. <sighs> He's just interested in every detail of your life. And let me tell you, no matter what you're facing, whatever the problem is, think about the right things. If you want to reduce the level of stress in your life, you must change the way you think. Because the way you think determines how you feel. And the way you feel determines how you act. Oh, I just slid into the fourth one right there. Think about the right things. Mm. The Bible teaches that if you want to change your life, you need to change what you're thinking about. The Bible says in Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinketh, so is he. So what you choose to think about most and what you dwell on most will eventually come to pass in your life. Oh, think about the right things. Reduce your stress level. Yes, change the way you think. It will determine how you feel. And the way you feel will determine how you act. Yes, yes, this is Bible. This is Bible. Now you're going to have to be intentional and you're going to have to be deliberate. Conscious choice to think about the right thing. Yes, you need to choose to think about positive things and what? Focus on God's word. Oh, you know I was going there because I know that it works. So what is the result? What will it yield in your life to not worry? See? But praying about everything, giving thanks, and focusing on the right things with a heart of gratitude and an attitude of gratitude, not worrying about anything, okay? Thinking about the right thing. Pray. What's the result? Well, 
Paul says in Philippians 4 and 7, you will experience God's peace. Oh, glory. No stress, no strain, no struggle, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. When you begin to switch over that, hey, I'm going to make a reform in my thinking, in my declaring. I'm going to reform what I think and what I say for the better. Whatever there's reform, it's always for the better. And as you do that, less stress, you're going to find yourself less susceptible to illness. Trust that. Trust that. And you know what? You will experience God's peace. It will pass your understanding. Why do I say that? When you are unlearning something that you have been doing, maybe it's generational in your family, something that you've been saying, maybe you've always said it, and it's all around you. And this is what the world says. And this is how people think. Because listen to this. The perception that the world has, whatever is going on on the outside, that's their truth. Their perception that they see, mm -hmm, they see it as truth, what they're looking at on television. They see it as truth, what they're reading in the papers. They're seeing it as truth, what they're hearing uh -huh, from the outside in. But when you will begin to take it from the inside out, that's what God is doing. When he begins to change, reform the way you think and what you are saying, uh -huh, you're unlearning the ways of this world. And you're beginning to transform it by the word of God. Oh my goodness, what a peace that will pass your understanding. You won't even understand it. You say, oh, I remember the time when I would have responded a different way. I remember the time that I would have thought a different way. You know what? Your perception begins to change as to what is reality. When you begin to read the word of God and start thanking God in all things, not worrying about anything, beginning to pray about everything, and thinking about the right things. <laughs> Woo! My God, reform has come and you have developed into being a person with a life of joy. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, I love you on today. I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash. DASH is a 501c3 organization supported by partners and friends of Carol Dixon Ministries. All gifts and support are tax deductible and can be mailed to P.O. Box 24831, Detroit, Michigan 48224. We want to hear from you. Send your comments, questions, and praise reports to imcaroldixon at gmail.com. And remember, DASH is always on.